0: Hey guys,
1: it's Wendy. This is Daniel. And, and it's <laughs> Scuff Society. This I mean, a, society. This is the second time Oh this. my gosh, Scuff News. So yeah. sorry. And today we have a guest, uh, my friend Tim. Tim,
0: or TJ too, kind of depending on who, how Are I you met you to? or interested. I, Wait, I okay. used to go by Tim at school and work, and family friends all knew me as TJ. Right. And I just started going by TJ's, like, everywhere. So it's like, whatever, so... Today yeah. I'm TJ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, we do, we're like we're friends, and we 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 don't really hang out though. But it, it's kind of
0: one of those things where it's like, uh,
1: just like there's like
0: stuff. like it quote internet friends. Yeah, you know? it's it's kind of like one of those things. I mean we all have
1: yeah t- we were we were in the same team or you know group. Yeah, so we go back we to met. six nineteen, six, 19 anyway, yep.
0: which is really honestly that that was like the most fun like wholesome fun time period. I've noticed in, like, my own little, like, experience, the car community and stuff like that. Right. Like, I've, I've had times where you could say, like, I had fun with, like, friends or whatever, but looking back, it was, like, more, like, messing around with, like, you know, like, you know, just kind of, you know. Nothing serious, but, but. No, it was, like, people I don't hang out with anymore and for a good reason, you know, yeah. and it wasn't like we were doing anything, like, illegal, but, like, you know, we all had, like, muscle cars and stuff like that and we go and rip around and kind of, like, annoy people down in PB and stuff of funny like revving our v8s and stuff and watching like the drunk <laughs> college chicks like get freaked out on the sidewalks and stuff like that but it, it was just like being ignorant like 22 year old a while ago but um team was really fun though it was, it was really cool to to see like like the the group leaders were i don't want to say like selective but they were really concerned with having like legitimately like nice people on the team and people that were like I guess more mature, you know, like, like, not just like, oh yeah, I got my, and this isn't like to be like talking down on any particular model of car or anything, but like if some guy just has like a Hyundai Elantra and he's like, yeah, I got this and this, like I'm a car guy now. And it's like, well, that's nice. But like, what do you want to do with your car? Are you going to like do it in a certain style or something? Like do you have a vision of And if yeah. they're not, if they're just kind of like going for the, you know, all the hype and all that, like the cloud chase, yeah, I, I hate the cloud chasing, you know, and it's like, you know, so it, it, it was cool that, like, everybody on the team was, like, really nice. And I still keep up with, like, I think basically everyone except to Liam. I don't know if I to Liam. I I talked to Liam. I thought... Oh, I'm, I'm
1: basically the only person that talks to is, him. Is he
0: around still? Cause, yes. Okay.
1: I saw him in Christmas.
0: Okay, okay. I, I was a little worried because yeah. I haven't seen he him. Has,
1: like... He has a, a Malibu SS.
0: Oh okay, fine. Yeah did did he change Instagram or something or did he? He do got it? a new Instagram. Okay, that's probably why. I'll, like, give, I'll give it
1: to you after. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. like one day. Uh, one day, know, like, I was, I, like f- I was like, wait. Did do you hear what goes? happened with him or no?
0: Um, we can talk about that later. But yeah. I I may or may not know.
1: Yeah, some he he got something in. like in like some legal act, uh, stuff and yeah yeah. So that's why he got he got his page down. That's
0: basically what. I- Mm-hmm. Figured, but I I never was able to find him after, and I was like, oh man. But okay, at least he's still around yeah. though. Yeah, I, I keep up with
1: I talk with him every once in a while. That's
0: is good. is um, he the one that? Oh, big yikes. Yep. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, like I said, we we
1: can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, like I said, you
0: know, we we all have our, our yeah yeah you know, ups and downs in life. Yeah, you know, definitely. And William uh, so was a really nice yeah, guy though. Honestly, he was he was just like happy to be on the team and stuff and he really loved his cars and stuff. Like, you know, he, he was like not afraid to like modify how he wanted and stuff like that. Yep. And it was like it was really easy to, to maybe look at it and be like, oh like you do like cheap mods or whatever. But I was like, no dude, like he's His hey, Tarcell he, was
1: he, fucking sick. The, it, the, when, the first car you met him in? It, his
0: Tarcel was actually kinda so cool. Was I was sick. like, okay, like I can I can say it. like like I like it because it's it was, what he wanted. It wasn't yeah. just like people like this right and just slap this on or whatever he was like i like this and i'm gonna put it on because that's what i want and he would be like legitimate about it yeah. and it's like that's cooler to me and like i can totally respect that and some stuff was a little like eh. like, it was, like, like but, but i was like but i get it like if you know him yeah. you're like i totally get it yeah and like like, like, he, like if you,
1: if you you're, you've you talked to him and you know you're his friend and everything and you see the tersa you're like this makes sense. Yeah, like and then
0: he basically it just like morphed that the same style into his like LS400 uh-huh. and it was like, dude, I, I love it, you know. And then yeah. and then he actually It's funny cuz uh back when he first got it, I asked him about like when he lowered it and stuff like that. I was like, "She going to drift it?" He's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, the rest is history, but Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I I'm glad that he's uh he's like, still around at, at least like in general like
1: Yeah, um, he comes out to like very um, he doesn't go out to like big meets. Mm-hmm. Like if he goes to the Carcelotes, you be won't see him there. You'll see him at probably like the local. I've seen him one time here. Dude, uh, I haven't been to a meet on Tuesdays. So long.
0: Like, I <laughs> haven't <yeah. laughs> been to a meet.
1: I like, haven't gone before out
0: before COVID easily.
1: I haven't gone out in like. Oh no,
0: sorry, that, that's a, lie. a I, I did go recently. Do you know Laz?
1: Yes. Um, uh,
0: I, I I went to a thing with a coworker and he was there actually. That was. A couple months ago maybe so like during COVID but before that it was like
1: yeah
0: it's been a while like I've, I I want to try to get to more stuff but it's just I don't know I, I've been trying to it's funny like, I say, I've been trying to work on my car but a lot of other stuff is coming up too so it's like
1: right so here. your build I want to talk about I, that. I, I, was say, I, I guess we should start
0: with yeah like uh, kind of like people on the on the podcast like know you guys and like um, my name's Gigi, I'm 27 years old, I, uh, like, long walks on the beach and reading a good, no, no. Um, so, actually, I, I, um, before 619 and all that stuff, like, I would have had a bunch of cars, uh, currently is 13 or 14 Can you to the mic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you watching the levels and stuff? Yeah, it's, like, very yeah, yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. Hope it's uh, Um, that's better i'm trying to remember i I literally had to write them down because i couldn't remember all of them i'm not even joking yeah um so i've had 13 cars total since 2013 2012 2013 i forget when i bought my first like my actual car i started driving like my parents 93 accord you know like five years before that when i first got my license and all that how normally people start yeah yeah and honestly that was a really fun car because it's like it's a honda but it's like you know, Honda's '90s Honda is like they handle well, they're reliable, yeah. and because that was an older Gen Accord, it was way smaller than the later model ones, and it started the a, a, uh, F22 in it, so it was like punchy, like. 2. That one 2. came liter. with the
1: Prelude, right? The what? They came in the in the Prelude. Prelude.
0: Uh, the Prelude came oh, with the, the H22. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think the older Preludes did have an F series. I can't remember. Um, I'm, I don't know much. I'm I, sure I love like the, I think it's the first or second gen Prelude. <laughs> they look really cool. There was a a neighbor of mine that had he was like a total Honda guy and he had a few buddies and one of them had like the cleanest older prelude I've ever seen. It was like OG style where it was like lowered with simple wheels and like that was it and it was stupid clean. It
1: was You dumb. remember Jalen's? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jaylen, bro. Um, his uh, was like the cleanest. So
0: like, uh, actually one gym. of my, uh, my old bosses had one. Uh, I think he still has it and it was the same generation as his yeah. but his was like dumped and he was on uh, VSXXs it was like <laughs> It, it was it was pretty sweet. I'm not usually like that into stance, but he was like the old school stance. Yeah. It's like not as much camber and stuff and like a little bit just of tire stretch. It. Yeah, like a little tire stretch that just to like clear the fender, you know, and, and like get the yeah. wheel like flush. And it was like, okay, like, like cool like old school like auto salon, but not like yeah. gaudy kind of stuff. We're talking like, 2008 ish when he like first like built this thing and then it was under you know in storage for a while and Man. then he like got it back out had the the wheels redone and stuff like that and he started driving it to work and I was like where have you been hiding this thing you know <laughs> and it, it was cool so things like uh, needed some paint and stuff like that but um, but my my first car was a 1974 Datsun 260Z They bought for like two grand not running literally out of an alley in uh, OB like literally the intersection of sunset cliffs and voltaire like there was like a uh, homeless guy like sleeping like under it like not literally when i walked up but like his bedding and stuff was like rolled up and like tucked underneath the front end of it and i was like oh wow like this is this is like a like the ob version of a barn find here almost. um it wasn't like okay it was not a nice car it was pretty solid body as dodson's goat it was actually pretty pretty good base to start with That's are um, actually
1: really fucked up ones out there
0: oh god because they, they, they rust because yeah. they, they have you know just like a lot of Nissans, they don't have a whole lot of um, factory rust preventative on them there's not a whole lot of undercoating and stuff like that and they're just notorious for rusting out in certain yeah. places i have a friend of mine who has a, a 240 that he's working on uh and he had to cut out a lot of rust <laughs> so you know when i got it uh there was some wiring issues. The battery was toast. Like, uh, actually, the battery was okay. If I'm trying to remember, there was an issue with the ignition. Like the, the plug wires were so bad they were arcing straight like onto the valve cover or something crazy. It, it was like okay. you could watch the coil like arcing onto the fender or something yeah. like that. It was, it was ridiculous. But so I got it. I it, it was one of the, probably the I don't want to say the only, but definitely the biggest like rebellion moment. Of my life because I, I was I was trying to get a Dotson. I was really into since at the time. Right. I, I've been into a, a bunch of different places with like, oh, what's gonna be my first, you know, like first car that I buy for myself, you know, and I've been working for maybe a year at that point, um part time. It wasn't a whole lot of money, and I'd saved up like a couple grand. Like we're talking like barely two grand, right? And my parents are pretty adamant. Like you know, it's fine if you want to get a car or something, but like you know we're not going to pay for it and we don't want it like cluttering up, you know, like around the house, stuff like that, you know, like, like parking and all that, you know, and, uh, you know, like don't bring a car home that doesn't run. And cause they already knew that I was looking at this car. I kind of showed him and was like, yeah, eh, eh, you know, cool. <laughs> cause my mom really likes Dotson's. Okay. She's always loved them. And she was like, wow, that would be really cool. But, you know, uh,
1: is your family like really into cars or like so interestingly enough,
0: my my mom's side, she has three brothers and two of them are really into cars. One of them is, is also pretty into cars, but the other two, I think, did a bit more back in the day. They used to like V8 swap and four by four swap Dotson trucks, like mini yeah. trucks, like cool stuff. One of them had a split window 63 vet sold back in the day for like 10 grand. That thing's Dude. worth like hundred grand now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, wow. it was. The, I've seen. I've seen. Two, definitely the one that got I've away. Seen two of those.
0: Like, I so I used to work at JBA Speed Shop and I saw a lot of really cool. Uh, which is a local speed shop here. It's like the only like legitimate. I don't want to say the only legitimate, but like in terms of like the old school like muscle car speed shop where they like, they have a an engine dyno room. They have an engine building like room. Yeah. Like a full on machine shop. They have a chassis dyno. They have a huge shop with like four or five techs. They have an alignment rack now. They do tires and stuff now. Uh, they do a cars and coffee uh, once a month where, because it's private property, you can do burnouts on the property. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. Cars and coffee, They're mostly American cars, obviously. Yep. They're definitely it's J. Biddle American, so it's like almost exclusively American cars. They've done some foreign stuff here and there, but it's also like mostly Fords and stuff.
1: I, I but, think I know someone that works there.
0: Uh, I, it, it's a really cool shop honestly uh uh, i worked there for a short amount of time like like nine months something like that and just saw a bunch of cool stuff and i I was basically more like a uh not like a lot porter kind of thing because it was a bit more than that you know for like a smaller thing but i did like lot porter type stuff you just move cars around wash cars and then uh also help the technicians here and there where it's like hey can you hold this exhaust pipe while i unbolt it you know like stuff like that and like
1: helping around the shop
0: yeah i i helped reorganize a bunch of stuff cuz they were like moving stuff from like one of the shop to another, sure. throwing out trash and like, you know, you know, sorting out scrap metal and like like a bunch of different stuff. Uh didn't end up working out, you know, working there, but it was it was cool and I got to see a lot of really cool cars there and there was like first gen Corvettes, you know, like split windows. One of the the guy that does the dyno tuning and stuff has a I don't know if it's a real one, but it's a C2 no. no it's a C2 Grand Sport which is the one that has like the um, the glass covers on the oh, headlights and yep. the fender flares and like all that crazy oh, stuff God, which yes. is like it was like a spec racing kind of a mm-hmm. type thing I think so I'm which is seen, like it, the, the real ones are really rare and I yeah. don't know if his is a real one or like a, a built clone or whatever but as far as I know it's, it's like an identical clone to what a real one would be uh, it's pretty cool um, yeah and uh, anyway I, I digress but uh, my parents are pretty adamant. Like that My mom was like, that's nice, but that car doesn't run. You know, we told you, don't bring a car home that doesn't run. And I was like, okay. So uh, my mom is an attorney. Mm-hmm. And she's a damn good attorney. And that rubbed off on me. And um, <laughs> so I'm like, she hates this, but I'm really good at arguing with people. And um, I didn't bring home a car that didn't run. She didn't say I couldn't buy it. So... <laughs> So I bought it uh, under the radar and towed it to a friend's house that was actually, funny enough, like the next neighborhood over from where I found the car. And um, funny thing about the car is I tried to get a hold of the guy on Craigslist. He didn't respond, didn't respond. And my buddy looked at the the listing. And he was like, hey, it says Sunset Cliffs and Voltaire. That's, it's, that's down the hill from my house. Let's go down there and see if we can find it. And we did. We just <laughs> drove around the intersection a couple times. And he looks over in the aisle. He's like, is that it? And I look over and I'm like, Damn, that is like let's go. It's bright orange, yeah. you know, and
1: knocking on his door and shit.
0: Yeah, it, it was, it was like, just chilling in you know the little alley there, and we knocked on the door uh, of the house it was behind, and the guy was like, "Huh? Oh, okay." Uh, pretty cool guy. So he had like a and a, an, uh, a Z three like M coupe, you
1: know, oh, okay. you know a little,
0: like bread man looking thing, you know. Um
1: quick.
0: Yeah, and, and it was this kind of weird situation where the the registration was in Washington, and like. He had to like do stuff to get it ready for California. Long story short, when I bought it, I made sure the paperwork was up to date in Washington. Bought it in my name under Washington title, and then transferred it to California title because it was smog exempt. It was way easier. And that's, it was,
1: like the older one, right? Yeah, it was '74.
0: smog exempt, and uh, and it was like okay, cool. And we towed it over to his house. We did a couple things, got it to like fire, and I was like, it lives, you know, or whatever. But what was wrong it, with it? Um, oh, a cu- couple different things. There was like the ignition, like I said, like the spark plug wires were like shot. Uh, there was a couple other wiring things that were causing like a nasty draw on the battery. Oh, it was just, like
1: mainly wiring though? It, well, somebody
0: hacked in like, <laughs> I've never seen so many crimp connectors in my life. Like somebody cut like almost the entire under, ho- under dash harness and like spliced in a bunch of stuff. It was, it was super whack. But <laughs> I think someone tried to put a radio on, like, you know, those old school oh, radio probably, installs okay. where people just... Like take a machete to it. It's just like, oh just my god, don't know what they're doing. So because I kept staying at his house to like work on this thing, like when I was supposed to be home from school and work and stuff like that, and my mom was like, "What are you doing?" And and I was like, "I'm I'm helping oh my god, buddy with his car." And, and <laughs> so my, my mom my mom's you know no idiot at all, and, and she was like, "All right, cut the crap. Like, what I- what are you doing? Like, what have you been yeah. doing?" And, and at this point, <laughs> I was like all right cats in the bag i was like working on my car and she's like what That's <laughs> was even worse
1: <laughs> she's like, she like
0: i know you didn't just say that <laughs> i was like and dude she was is uh but you know it's in the past now you know we've we moved on she's, she's <laughs> never gonna be happy about it but you know it is it is what it is it, it happened and, you know, it, it, it's whatever. So I ended up bringing it to a local shop that's just, like, a normal shop. But they, they do work on older cars and stuff. But they helped me with a couple of the wiring things. Kind of an awkward situation because they took, like, six weeks to fix, like, a couple small things. And It, right. it was kind of weird. I know they were they were kind of hurting for um, labor at the time. They had a guy quit on them and stuff like that. But I was like, guys, like, you told me it took, like, a week and a half. And it's been, like, five or six weeks at this point. Like, right. I need my car done, like, like, it, like it needs to be done, like, tomorrow, man. <laughs> so they ended up wrapping it up, like, in the next day and a half or whatever. And I took it. Okay. And I swore, like, God, I'm not going to let a, another shop work on a car like that for me. And, and um, it, in general, I always wanted to work with my hands and stuff, like, for a living. And for the end of high school, I was looking at going into um, engineering, you know. So I actually started at SDSU my first year of college in the mechanical engineering department and i wasn't 100 percent sure if that's what i wanted to do but i was like well i want to like work with cars and stuff maybe design like race cars and stuff would be really cool and that was like the closest thing i could think of kind of and no. the program at sdsu i'm sure is a good program but sdsu is really impacted and stuff like that And it's just difficult if you don't hit the right windows with like getting the class and like all this stuff and it's like basically expect to spend like seven years
1: yeah, it's crazy, to, it's crazy to get school. a yeah
0: to get a bs you know and it's yeah. like that's insane I had, like, three
1: friends that, that go there and he i think all of them dropped out
0: yeah so so long story short like the engineering classes were fine and like a bunch of other things but there were a couple prereqs that were just
1: screwing me
0: over and i was like i can't do this this giant university like like style of like whatever i was like i, I was homeschooled for five years in yeah. middle school like i was like <laughs> i went to i went to uh, high school like normal you know and i went to like elementary school for normal, but like through middle school I was homeschooled for five years you know that was just a big adjustment enough just going from homeschooling to like a school of, like 700 and it was just boys like I went to St. Augustine the, the Catholic boys school in town and going from that to 30,000 students yeah. public university mm-hmm. you know code and all this I was just like oh, oh my god and you know it was a big adjustment and it just it didn't work out with those couple classes and I was like alright I need to rewind and see like what I want to do and uh,
1: what's I what's homeschooling like? do always wonder about that I don't know, I've don't i never like, known anyone it's, that, right now there's
0: so food. many different ways to do it so it's kind of hard yeah. to say I can say like my experience was because my parents were concerned with both me and my older sister we were a couple grades apart well sorry we were like four grades like three and a half years but four Difference. grades apart and we were both at the um, like our church's parochial school uh, private school and that was the same school that my dad had gone to years ago and all, all his brothers, all my uncles, and stuff like that. And it's a good school, but, um, you know, depending on the teacher and stuff like that and, and the kid, Like I, my first grade teacher was obsessed with insisting that I had ADHD and I was a terrible student and all this stuff. And so funny because, again, like I said, my mom uh, inherited this from her, but she was <laughs> like, So what is he doing in class? Is he disruptive? Well, no. Okay. Is he ne- failing to do his work? No. Okay. Is he doing the work badly? No. What is he doing? Well, he asks a lot of questions.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So he's inquisitive and he's getting the work done. I don't see the problem. Like you're full of it. So yeah, funny enough, my uh, a family friend was actually you know, worked in the superintendent's office or she was a superintendent or something like that of like the school district, which is public nice. and a little, a little different, but she was able to arrange me to have like, this whole, like, it was, like, a three-day process of, like, private testing to, like, determine, like, not just, like, aptitude, but, like, if you have ADHD or not and stuff like that. And a couple of other, like, you know, other learning disabilities and other stuff like that. Yeah. Just to, like, slap in her face, like, unequivocally. <laughs> no, this kid doesn't have ADHD. Now, looking back at that, I wonder, because, you know, just, like, a lot of things, there's, like, definitely, like, a spectrum of that sort of thing. And I do know that I'm... I'm i <sighs> i I, I wonder how accurate the test is because I remember it being kind of weird, like weird questions and stuff like that. It's not just like, okay, like there'd be like a math section, but there'd be like this one thing that was like a cognitive whatever section I'm sure is what it was called or whatever. But it was just like, in this situation, would you like blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? Like us do it on this. And it was just, just kind of <laughs> like one of those weird things. So something like that's like super subjective, you know, and, and uh, looking back, I'm, I'm always like, okay, like. No, I was never to the point where like I needed medication or anything like that. Yeah. I know people like that. My my stepbrother is like that. Um, and, and he's still young. He's like 14 but god like, you know, you have to be like, "Hey, buddy, like Isaac, front like y- you need to focus you know and even with medication it's pretty difficult for him to stay on yeah, task like Isaac, no? you know. like, Isaac yeah or I have a friend too she's always on medication she's like it makes her kind of like D- depending on what the medication is and stuff yeah. like that yeah I've, I've had other friends and it's like it could be rough so I've never been to that point but I definitely know that I'm kind of you know bouncing around a lot and I do have like a lot of you know energy and stuff like that for yeah. like you know, like, I'm always, like, like trying to go to sleep. And I'm always, like, tapping my foot and stuff like that. And I'm just, like, oh God. It's probably, God. like, very
1: mild, maybe. So, so I'm, like. I'm, I'm, Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I feel like everyone has that, too, you know? Yeah,
0: like, everyone has, like, like I said, there's, like, a spectrum yeah. with it. But, like, you know, it, I always wonder, it's, like, well, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, no, he's, like, 100% no. But it's, like, okay, whatever. But, so, it was funny because they, uh, they kind of, like, threw that in her face. Yeah. And it, it shut her up for a little while. But uh, it was still one of those things where, like, I would... Like, she would have to come up with, like, extra worksheets and stuff for me to mm. do because I would blow through these super easy little, like, multiplication tables. This is like, 2 plus two, four, three plus 6, you know, like, 9, you know, like, just super easy, you know? Yeah. I'd finish it before the entire class and just sit there and be like, can I read a book or something? You know, you give <laughs> us, like, 10, 15 minutes to do this thing that took me, like, literally, like, I'm not even going to lie. It took me, like, 90 seconds because it's just really easy and there's only, like, 20 of these little super simple math it's, it's like funny because that. that's
1: how i was with math dude like i would just blast through like the multiplication tables right yeah something like and like, like, like
0: division will... multiplication, all and
1: stuff. like I'm, I'm like i'm like i'm i think i'm smart but like i'm lazy too so I, I, I always am exactly like... with
0: like like pre, <laughs> pre-cal and stuff like that like once yeah. it gets in that weird like oh all mcfunctions on this, i'm just like I I, i'm never, impatient i'm yeah. like i don't want to think about i this.
1: could never understood logs Logarithms? I just, I, I know. Honestly, I know that, unless you're going to
0: be, like, an engineer or a physicist or something, you're not yeah. going to use it. Now, like, algebra and everything down from there, super yeah. useful. I, yeah. I've used that for, like, car stuff and, like, stuff yeah. like that. You know, trying to figure out, like, power to weight ratios and stuff like that. It's yeah. super simple, like, it's basically just, like, super simple algebra and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because I
1: was in okay. a Calculus 2 class, and... Can't even imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
0: was just that was, that was part was like, of what screw me SDSU was, it was, it was I, I was in... It was honors, college class I took. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in honors pre-cal in the senior year of high school at a high school that is a legitimately like like a college prep school basically like it's it's accredited for that so it's like okay so that's like above maybe like what you'd find at like a it's not an AP class but like it's similar to like an mm-hmm. AP class which is supposed to be like entry level college level right. stuff right so sgsu's placement test whatever i always put into just pre cal right so pretty basic prereq class you know and it's like okay so it should be probably near the same right I don't know what their scale was. Yeah. to do this class. Also, it was online only, and it was like 500 people in the class. I never met the teacher. It was like TAs only, and you just show up for the exam at the end of the, huh. the quarter. It was like what? It was horrible. It, it, it was like I learned nothing, and that's that's why I couldn't get through it. And I was like this. I can't learn like this. And I don't know if I had had that in like a normal class setting, like all of my other college classes, probably would have been fine with that. But it was set up in just crappy way and i was like whatever and i just like i said i didn't have much patience for like the you know like i i did okay in my honors pre class a little bit better maybe i yeah. think i got a, a c or a B depending on which semester or whatever but it was like okay like i got through it you know i could not get through this other class it was just sure. like oh whatever and it's just <laughs> like but up to that point like i'm like i have no problem with math no yeah, yeah. sure multiplication division long division algebra sure even like algebra too i was like yeah sure yeah. you know like graphing stuff here and there's fine but
1: like, right now I've forgotten all that calculus stuff. Yeah, like, like up to, but like, like, the like stuff if, that I mentioned, yeah. I'm, I still remember yeah, all that.
0: But, yeah, all, like, calculus, like, stuff. I'm just like... Oh, like, if, if
1: someone probably, like, sat me down, like, all right, give me a, a brief, like, recap, and oh, right, cool, I got it. But, like...
0: I, I've probably i probably replaced right that. Now, if,
1: someone gave me, if someone gave me, like, a, an equation to, like, oh, I'll solve this, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've, I've, I've probably replaced that knowledge in my head, like, years ago, <laughs> you know, and all that. But uh, homeschooling was because my, my parents pulled and, and it wasn't like my sister was having like big like academic issues or anything like that but it was it just wasn't i think to the level of what they were expecting because like you know, it's private schools not cheap you know and stuff like that and they were just looking for more and my dad actually was a teacher he um he taught at helix he did like world history and some other stuff uh he also taught choir at a couple different schools and churches and stuff He's a full-time uh, liturgical music minister, though, at um, this one parish, and he also did some music stuff at, like, our home parish, too, and he worked for the Diocese of San Diego, like, my, more cool. than my entire life, for, like, 30 years, nice. uh, you know, and, you know, so I, I grew up with, like, music and stuff all the time, but he was also, like, a big history buff, mm. and he was never, like, amazing at math. My mom was good at math, though, so it was always, like, when, when they were, like, helping us with our homework, I'd be like, okay, you take over the math stuff, yeah. you know, like, I'll take over the history stuff, you know, stuff like that, and, um, you know, they're both good at, like, English stuff like that mom's a lawyer so you, you go through a lot of like writing and stuff like mm-hmm. that for law school and all that yep. so she's always been like tip-top for like nope nope that's not an adverb like you know stuff like that <laughs> you know, you know all, all that stuff with like english like writing and all that stuff but um it it depends on like what program you are talking about there's tons of different styles of them uh, the one that i did is different than what half of my siblings did because I, I have five siblings five blood siblings i also have five step siblings but this is before uh, my mom had gotten remarried but um I don't know. It was a cool program because they send you like all the materials, all the textbooks and even like the science project things, they'd send you materials for that. So like, you know, like stuff like okay. sort of Volcano, like all the stuff of like, like the year's worth or semester's worth or whatever stuff would come in a bunch of boxes with all the books, all the materials, all the, you know, like the tests and stuff were, like all in there and most of the curriculum was also online. So it was like really cool because you'd go through like the quote lesson would be like this interactive thing where it's kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> those um like uh sexual harassment trainings and stuff like that where it's like you know a b or c whatever you click it yeah you got it right or whatever. Kinda of like a format <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of like a format like that but like actually intelligent and en- engaging yeah, yeah. and not awkward, you know, like all those I've had oh my god. I've, heard, I've, I've had, had some really thriller. weird like harassment <laughs> training things over the years. because oh man. One of them literally it was like don't do this and then give an example of like an extremely like racist joke. And he it did it like four, and it's like also don't do this. And gave like another really like it was like you were giving people so many like bad ideas right now. Have, have you uh, seen like, this
1: really old uh, sexual harassment <laughs> video? It's on YouTube.
0: I maybe. Where yeah. it is, he's like
1: he's walking around, and it was like they're being he was being sexually assaulted, not assaulted, but um, harassed. And he was a guy. Was it the guy being harassed by a woman? No, I've got a guy. Oh, oh, a guy. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he walks around and he's like, he's like, he's like in a break room or something, and someone else comes in and he's like, So the roar around the office, you have a big, big cock. I was like, What? I <laughs> I mean, have you seen that. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. No, it, it wasn't. Um, well, what are you say? Something like that, right? It, it,
0: it like, was yeah. something like you got a big member or big or johnson like, yeah. or something like that and it was like, was like oh <laughs> it's like the 90s or something like yeah
1: something i was like
0: yeah like- dude it's and it's funny I, I think it's real too it's yeah. like so it's funny because like the the first like several different jobs that i've had like stuff like that was all like really like they're real careful and like all this stuff but then this one I was like where did they find the people that make this?" <laughs> and it was weird because it was like this animated thing but it was like I, I've, I've had two ones of spectrum one was like actually pretty decent animation and I think this one was like this really awkward where it was like really like cheap animation and like the, the different designs they put on people you're like what? <laughs> like what like they try to be like contemporary and be like oh yeah the kids these days do their hair like this right and there's like a guy with like huge gauges and like a mustache and like Hipster glasses and stuff like that, but then his hair would be like orange mohawk. Which would be like, <laughs> hipsters don't do their hair like that. Like that's not the same thing. it was just like okay, that that's not true, because I do have a friend who has gauges, mustache, weird glasses, and has his head orange, his hair orange mohawk dyed different colors in a mohawk at different times. So like, okay, Mason, if you're listening, shout out. <laughs> do you, buddy? You're awesome, but um. He's in the video. <laughs> oh god. Um No but um uh, uh, yeah, yeah, homeschool. But well, homeschooling is what the student makes it, and what the parents slash teacher or instructor, or whatever, make it. And it's like there's so many different things. It's not like yeah. what it used to be, where it was just like like your parents like being like, all right, we're gonna teach you. And yeah, my parents basically were full time teaching us, depending because my mom uh, has like a home practice, so she
1: basically works from home mm-hmm. for her, you know. I, that's what I thought it was. It's like the parents teaching you. Or like in some cases... Yeah, there's still like a, a moderator... In, like that, a, a tutor comes in and teaches yeah, d- everything. Yeah, depending.
0: So there's different ones. Like ones that my siblings have done have been like a bit more involved. Maybe like once or twice a week they would like go in and like have like a classroom set up with mm-hmm. other people like in the in the local area and they would do some stuff with like supplemental stuff or whatever. And then you like submit like work examples of like... You know, here's like a writing example. Here's a math example. Here's a test that he did well on. You know, like stuff like that. And here's a project or whatever like once a month or every couple weeks okay. or whatever. And,
1: um, and it, it was neat. And that and and it, gets like submitted to what, the district?
0: Yeah, like basically. So it's, you know, so like, you, you know, you, you're not like truant, you know, like for yeah. education like in general, but it was weird going into high school because it's like, all right, where's your transcripts? And it's like, that's simple, you know, so like <laughs> translating that. Oh, that's that, true. That huh? depending, yeah. depend, again, depending. So like the one that we did, it was a lot more difficult to show that. that and like i said I, the, the school that i went to for high school kind of important because it's like a kind of a college prep type school yeah. so it's like you know you have to have good grades to be accepted you know you, you have to apply you have to pass a, an entry exam actually which was a pretty mm-hmm. big deal kind of like a mini sat kind of like an idea thing way more dumbed down than that but um mm-hmm. but like that well in eighth grade like it's a big deal yeah. you know and
1: it's like the SAT sports. Yeah, like but by the time you
0: get to it, it's it's yeah. almost as big of a deal as that. So, um, you know, it's like a big deal to get into a, into a school like this. You know, it's a little selective, I guess. Um, most people that don't do well in school though, like, aren't really looking to go to that kind of school. So it's like yeah. usually works out fine. But it's like, obviously, I went to the school, I was you know accepted and all that, and like I did well enough in school. I think I had like a three three GPA. Okay. So like I did fine, you know. And a yeah. couple of those were. <laughs> weighted classes <laughs> but yeah. um uh, not that many I, I only like i said i had like the honors pre-cal which was a weighted class and i had funny enough ap latin i took four years of latin in high school because i'm a big nerd and like like no joke like I'm a, I'm a pretty big nerd about a lot of stuff including cars and uh, it's kind of funny i was actually thinking about this today like the definition of like a nerd versus like a geek
1: right
0: where like a geek is like somebody who's really passionate about like since we're sort of usually like a hobby or something like that like cars or a book series or movies comics you know, like different stuff you know collecting certain things or whatever it may be um, and then like a nerd is somebody who ah uh, it, it's a bit more difficult but like,
1: like the more knowledgeable like like the, like the hard right. knowledge like the yeah. science
0: behind like internal combustion engines yeah, stuff how, like that. yeah what do you need to, yeah where happen? it's like i really like skylines it's like okay but do you know how the all wheel drive system actually works? It's yeah. Like, well, no. It's like, do you know what a Tesla stands for? You know, like yeah. on all that stuff. I was like, no. The all-wheel steering, cool. all that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, do you know what high cast stands for? No. You know, like, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, but um, I, I'm both. I'm I'm a huge nerd and a huge geek about a lot of stuff, especially cars. So a lot of people might get, well, I don't want to say intimidated, but like thrown off where they're like, no, Talking <laughs> about, know, I'll, I'll go on about stuff, and it's like, I mean, at this point, like, like I have a degree in automotive technology. I have an AS in in that from Queen maca College, and um, a bunch of other certification stuff too. Uh, and it, it was actually really cool, like just going back to that real quick. Where um, you know, SDSU wasn't working out, and I heard about the program actually over Christmas break between my first and second semester, and I was like, all right, I'll try to retake these classes for course forgiveness. And try to get through them because they said that they were changing the math class, and I was like, if it wasn't for that math class and the chemistry class being in the same uh, semester as each other, I probably would have passed one or the other. But because it was a really it was a really difficult chem class as well um, mm. compared to what I've what I'd had before. Like I did totally fine in Canada in, in you know high school, like yeah. I said, uh, and it was like, what is this? You know, which is not, like the case for a lot of people in, in college. And it's college is not yeah. for everybody. I will say that I've met tons of people who was like, I don't think you should go to college. I think you should. Go to a trade school or, you know, something like that. Or it just,
1: you know, there's different routes for people. The the problem with me with college, I did a year in Southwestern. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of stuff that I already did in high school. So by the time yeah, but going from
0: SDSU to, to Grossmont Queen Mac yeah, it was like okay, I keep, I okay just, like let's go this is, is you know okay. this is it. Yeah especially like I said like coming from yeah. like, that, that school usually you would go to like a university or something like that you know and like there would be guys in my class going to Ivy League colleges and all that stuff you know not just the valedictorian yeah. or the salutatorian or whatever a bunch of other guys too you know we had I mean, my class was, like, kind of stacked overall. Like, we had a bunch of people that were, like, insane athletes setting records for track and, like, all the stuff. The soccer team my senior year swept state. They were undefeated <laughs> all the way to state. And it was like, oh, oh, my God. You know, we always had a good basketball, baseball, football what, team. What was the name of the school? St. Augustine. I've heard of
1: Is it, like, Valhalla? No? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I know that their sports division was like really good though for um, Valhalla. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like because it's a it's an old school.
0: It, it was mm. built in 1923, I believe. Um, so it's yeah, it's almost 100 years old now actually. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I've only been back once since graduating, and uh, I did a bunch of construction stuff, and I haven't been back since. But um, so there's all these new buildings and stuff that I haven't seen. But um, it was the ninetieth no sorry 22 because the year i graduated 2012 was the 90th uh anniversary and it was like this kind of big deal and uh now it's been 10 years yeah 100 this is the 100th year this year no wow. next year no this year i thought you said 23 i at first i, I was like yeah, yeah. and i was like wait no no it's 1922 because 2012 was the 90th that's yeah. right when we graduated yeah yeah so, uh, wow, we'll I'll have to see if they're doing anything for that. Cause it, like I said, I haven't done like any alumni stuff and they have like a big alumni program too. It's funny cause mm-hmm. the school itself is actually kind of small, but it's, it's all boys, it's Catholic and it's, it's kind of run by friars, like, like brothers, like from mm-hmm. the, um, order of St. Augustine and, uh, it's really great school. Honestly, like the, you know, every school has its ups and downs, but uh, honestly I had a great time there, but it's also one of those things that are just, like I said, like college is not for everybody. That kind of school is not for everybody, too. You know, like number one, it was like it is a Catholic school, so like if you're not Catholic, obviously it's probably not going to do for you. But they, they do accept non-Catholic people. It's not like a prerequisite, but like they really like to see you know like kind of to prefer Catholic guys sure. going go there, you know, uh, because there is a required uh, religious ed uh, component for every semester. You have to take a religious ed class every semester you're there, and it starts off basic. It's like you know sacraments and then like for Old Testament, New Testament, you know, like Bible and stuff like that. Um, but it's not like in your face. It's just kind of like educating. It's not like preaching to you and be like, if you're not Catholic, you should be, or you're like, you're going to hell. You know, it's, it's, it's not like that, which is, which is cool. But you know, somebody who was raised Catholic my entire life, and all it was cool to learn even more about it in like a really like constructive way, I guess. Um, but you know, just all the other ones that like other courses and stuff like that, like the teachers legitimately care cause it's private schools kind of go one of two ways it's like either you can get paid really really well compared to like being a public school teacher or something or maybe even less and it did not seem like people were there like for the money you know it didn't seem like people were there to get their university tenure and you know and like chill i've met plenty of those teachers at sdsu and that's part of my problem with like that whole genre of like you know college stuff where i'm just like man i hate that you know it's even my dad being a teacher at different high schools and stuff and and Saw that too, but he was always the other camp where it's like I want to help these kids. You know, like I, I'm an educator, and you know they don't let just anybody become a teacher, and you certainly don't get rich doing it. So it's like, why else would you do it? You know, you help the next generation, all that stuff. My dad was a great teacher. Uh, he was really good with kids too. So he'd always do um, children's choir and also taught music at uh, different schools and stuff too. Uh, he actually was the choir director and like I think show choir as well. It was, like, a normal kind of choir, and then it was, like, almost more of, like, what you'd see on Glee, but, like, is like, way more drummed mm-hmm. But kind of like that, where you do, like, like fancy, like, choral versions of, like, songs and stuff like that uh, at Helix, Stone. It was, like, a big deal, actually. They did pretty well, like, because, like, some competitions in there. Uh, so it's kind of cool. And even in high school himself, he was in the, the Grossmont, uh, the prestigious Red robe Choir, and he got to go, like, on a trip to Vienna and stuff like that, you know, Austria, and it was, like, mm. yeah, it was a big deal, like, back in the day, so, like... Um, but, uh, I don't, know. I don't know, I guess just, just talking about, like, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, yeah, it's funny, you just go off on changes, you yeah. we uh, so we'll go back to, like, what you, we were talking about, um, you starting, like, with cars. So I'd always been into cars. Oh, I was talking about my uncle. Sorry, re- go. we got sent <laughs> to the Corvette. That's what happened.
0: The Corvette screwed us over. Because no, uh, I started talking about JBA and all that stuff. So they had a bunch of cars back in the day. They had like Firebirds and you know, like, all this other stuff. It's funny because just like the Corvette, like a bunch of other cars, it's like if you had kept that, that'd be worth some money. Um, and only like one or two of my uncles actually ever got back into cars. For the longest time, I wasn't even aware that they were really car guys because they never kept any of their cars. And they, you know, they got older, they got married raised kids. It was like, okay, you know, like, you know, I can't have a project car and work with my family, you know, something. I was like, okay, cool. And uh, it wasn't until, say, 11-ish, uh, I started getting more into cars. Because, like, I'd always like Hot Wheels and stuff like that. Like, right. I always loved Hot Wheels and Legos. So it was, like, building things and cars. Especially building cars and Legos, you know. So... I've always been into cars and there's even a video of me back in the day where it's like I had this little toy Viper and I was like, yeah, I want to get a Viper. <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, what an idiot. You, know, like, you don't <laughs> want to Not that I don't <laughs> like Vipers. I mean, Vipers are Vipers. Like, they're, yeah. they're cool cars. I think you know? was sick. I, I think it'd be cool to drive one or something like that. I just don't really want to own one. I don't know. It's just like... I, it's, I drove it, one. Oh, yeah? A fifth gen. Ooh scary you burn your leg on the that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i
1: was like i was i was 18 That shit was crazy
0: i was a valet my first job was i was a valet downtown we got a bunch of cool cars i, I parked an r8 spider it was a porsche 911 like like a, an 80s like uh sport classic like with the yeah. the glass target top and stuff like that um like a bu- bunch of different stuff teslas when they were brand new we had dude, some yeah. of them go through it that was a big deal dude when the tesla Model s it I
1: don't just know how to drive I was like, how Dude, I hopped yeah. in? I was like We walked up, we're like, how do we, we get know, in? And, how, yeah.
0: And, and we're like, I don't know, you just and I walk up and it, it popped the door handles popped out. We all like Whoa
1: like yeah, Oh
0: my god, I mean, how do you put it in drive? Like there's like no stickers, yeah, it's, anything. it's not and boop. it's like okay, yeah. uh oh my god, we're moving oh my god. You know, like yeah. and it's just like it, it's total spaceship back then and now it's like ugh, god, all I, these Teslas are in you know <laughs> just, you, you know, I I'm, i work in Sorrento Valley and it's just Tesla yeah. everywhere. Like it's just ridiculous. But uh again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so I'd, I'd always grown up like into cars, but I was never around like people wrenching on cars much. My dad was okay. like, We're gonna change the oil ourselves this time on the one car, and I was like, Oh help. That happened once. He he bought like the drain <laughs> thing, he bought like a filter wrench and stuff. He's like, We're gonna do this from now on. And he ended up doing it the one time. It was like, whatever. <laughs> uh my dad liked cars. And his brothers actually did stuff with cars. Several of them have like one of them had like an old school Celica. Like the first gen, quote, Supra before it was its own car. He had a Celica Supra. Okay. So the not first gen kind of, you know, Supra, you know, te- technically technically the first gen, but it wasn't its own model yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he had a Celica back in the day that he really liked. He had, he had the last, I'm, I'm pretty sure based off, because it's hard to tell, because I've tried showing my mom and dad like, did it look like this? You know, like Google like 85, sell like a 84, so like an 86, cell, and, and stuff like that. And they're like, no, no. Yeah. I think that one, it's funny. Cause my mom would always point out the first year of the front wheel drive, but my dad swore it was rear wheel drive, but I never got to show him the picture and, and ask him, uh, he, he passed away in 2014, but, um, you know, and it, I'd always kind of wish that I got into cars a little earlier um like like actually into cars because a couple of guys like my high school class like i i know looking back now there's a guy i think junior senior he was really getting into wanting to do drifting and he bought an s13 and he started spouting off stuff about 24 and sr20 and like all this stuff and i was just getting into like the basics of engines and stuff like that and like how turbo works and stuff like that so he was talking about like I don't remember if he bought a car with an sr 20 in it and he was going to swap it out for a KA because he didn't want the turbo or something stupid. What? It, it sounded really whack. And I asked him, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I don't want to be boosting around town. He was, <laughs> uh, Number one, he talks like he's you know, Fast and the Furious <laughs> or something. <like laughs> you know? But like, uh, looking back, like it's like, you didn't really know that much yourself. Back then. <laughs> like, like in, in a, like a legitimate way, I was like, looking back, it's like, oh, like, I, I kind of like, at first was impressed. He was always going to the junkyard to get parts and stuff like that. And he was always talking about it. I wasn't really friends with him, but he'd always talk about it. And I was like, well, if you're not on the gas, you're not hitting boost, right? And he was like, <laughs> oh, oh, and I was just like, okay, whatever. And looking back now, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Like, no, like for real, no, like what? So I, I don't know. It could have been a smog thing too. Like maybe he didn't want to I deal with the yeah. smog and other stuff. And, but, um, uh, my cousin also had a buddy that had a, an S 13. That was when I found out about the Sylvia front end conversion, and what that meant. And like, that, that was cool. I was like, huh? And he's like, yeah. And he showed me pictures of the USDM versus the JDM and stuff. And I was like, oh. And I was like, but like more basic with the brick headlights and yeah. stuff like that. And he's like, no, dude, it's cool. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But then, like, growing up, like, he kind of starts appreciating. Like, no, it is cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, later in high school, I started getting more into, like, okay, like, I want, like, a car. and being like, I really want a WRX. I want an STI. Like I really wanted because this, this concept of like turbo all-wheel drive just seemed like the be-all end-all of performance to me. I was like, well, duh! If like two-wheel drive is good, four-wheel drive's got to be better, right? And like <laughs> with the turbo, like obviously, you know. And like Two watching more wheel spin. Well, right, what really jacked what? me up was watching Group B rally footage. Oh yeah. And I would oh hours yeah. on YouTube just be like, this is the coolest it thing did. on the planet for Audi Quattro S ones yeah. and stuff like that flying through the air spitting fire, and I'm just like it's got 500 horsepower and all wheel drive. And it's just like a rocket ship on tarmac and gravel and like all this, you know? And I, I thought I was, you know, a total know it all or whatever. And um, So I, I got, became obsessed with like my first car is going to be either a Supra or an STI. <laughs> yeah. At, uh, at 17 years old with no job, and, like, you know, not even the concept of what $20,000 meant back when you could get a Supra for 20 grand. Yeah. In 2010, yeah. 2011. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> oh god Got them like upwards of 80
0: 100K. yeah i her a
1: six-speed twin turbo car you know and, and, like, I don't, not nice ones either not, not to justify that but they just i mean a lot of hate for this but like i really don't see how it could be worth that much like it only maybe because there's not as many now yeah but i mean but I mean, still yeah.
0: it's not like it's not like s chassis that get beat up and thrown away and that's where the drift tax came from and people saw that and went, "Oh man, we should have been more careful." Like, yeah, but it's not like you the, know, the and 86s and stuff though.
1: like that. It's not the sky where you have to import it here in the United States. Yeah, where the it's super not weird is rare and it's like
0: <laughs> what you know. And one thing I wow, all the stuff in my Sorry, body just fell out. There you go. <laughs> um, it's not one thing I've always appreciated about the USDM Supra is that we got a slightly higher performance version. Oh, did we? for the base turbo versus the JDM base turbo it came oh, okay. with um, a little bit more power a little bit bigger injectors and like a few couple little small mm, changes okay. like that I know that weirdly I don't know if it was like a weird emissions thing or something for Japan because I know that there were certain cars that were um, held back because of Japanese emissions and stuff but usually it's the other way around like yeah. all these JDM engines for like um, the reason that but I, I remember when I, I I've had well, I'll say this real quick because it's, it's going to it's gonna make things a lot more simple, because uh, I have the list in front of me here. My first car was a '74 and 260Z. My second car was a '67 Buick Special, which is basically the same chassis as a Chevelle, uh, that I that had a. Somebody's getting it on the street out there. His whole street. <laughs> yeah. of that, yeah. um, it sounded like a VQ though. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, it had a Chevy 327 that was like I would say mildly, like quote unquote mildly built, like full bolt-ons, headers, cam, intake you know carb upgrade um it had uh overbore on it of like thousandths, which is about as big as you can go on the stock block usually on on old v8s like that like chevy v8s and stuff like that uh which may have contributed to what happened to it because it also had oversized bearings on the uh main journals mm. on the crank and i didn't know this back then but eh, if something's got the maximum oversized bearings mm-hmm. on the crank probably a worn ass engine yeah. that somebody kind of threw the yard. <laughs> Now, all this stuff is brand new. The engine had 560 miles on all this stuff when I got it. The chassis had new shocks and brakes and stuff. The best brakes of any classic car that I've owned, and I've owned four different classic cars of like and driven a bunch of different ones in varying states and stuff like that. If it wasn't like um like crazy like race type stuff, stock stuff, this car had the best brakes and they were four-wheel drums with no power assist and it felt so great it was like the most linear usually drums are really grabby it's like nothing and then a lot and usually it's like really heavy pedal with no power or something like that this was like great it felt like a like a normal car and it was like good break i was like wow this is this is actually really good like this this is sweet you know uh it had like new shocks and springs and stuff and like new tie rods and like little things like that but it looked like a piece it was a great sleeper it was just too loud to really be a sleeper yeah and I was like, "This is sweet." It had a brand new Richmond T 10 4 speed, which is like a stock replacement type transmission, except that it costs like thirteen to sixteen hundred bucks. And the guy just popped it in. And I I got the whole thing for three grand. I bought the car for three grand because the guy needed to get rid what? of it. That car should have sold for five or six easy. easy now it needed yeah. a lot of body work, but it was one of those things where like I love the body. It, it looks like a bruiser, you know? Like it just it was all dinged up. It had like different primer colors and stuff. It looked like it probably had a whole quarter panel or the Bondo on it, but it actually wasn't... It wasn't, like, caked on. It was just, like, a very thin, like, um, uh, where they, like... Like, what a was? very small amount of, like, filler just to cover, like, dings and oh, stuff, okay. you know? That was it. It was steel underneath. It was, like... Oh, so it wasn't, like, all rusted out. The floorboards were super clean, which was, like, dude, this is amazing. Uh, it was a bench seat. It had the wrong shifter in it, so sometimes the bench on certain... Dude, did bring
1: bench about six back?
0: Dude... I uh, would be so. Good. I, I drove my, my parents' old '96 uh, Avalon, which was like one of the last cars you get a bench seat in, and it was like it was kind of great because you put your arm up, you know. Like, yeah. Like it, it was. Surprisingly, I do on
1: driving. Yeah, Are it's I surprisingly
0: drive? comfortable. Yeah, like I, I feel myself wanting. was like there's a three foot gap in between my seats. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> but, um, the it had the wrong shifter. It it didn't have a bench seat type shifter, which usually kicks up forward yep. over the seat and comes back. It was a normal shifter, like you'd find a mustang order that like goes up and then comes back at an angle, but it slipped around backwards. Huh. So it stuck out really weird. So like, like yeah, like a little too far forward. To and reach for it. it. So I don't know if you know but like old school cars, the bench actually slipped. Yeah. It was slightly adjustable. And you can adjust both sides. It's actually kind of cool. Oh. But um sometimes it would move just a little bit, like on the tooth, you yeah, know. It would like wobble. Yeah. And if like, it was in second gear and I hit a bump. It would kick forward a little bit and it would knock it out of second gear, but not all the way. It would be in the gate still and it would grind second this would be like, oh. eh, bump, ah, it'd be like bump like oh god you know and it was like out of nowhere. It freaked people out all the time when they were riding with me. I was like, Oh, that's normal. Don't worry about that, you know. It's a total like
1: Oh my god It was a,
0: dude, it was a now that car hauled ass though. So that car was was packing. It had Vortec heads and it had a pretty decent cam. About as big of a cam that you could put in stock, Vortec heads would you don't know what Vortec heads are? Uh, in the mid to late 90s not the early 90s because that's what was on my my nova when i first got it but i'll talk about that in a bit um the the later but basically the latest version of like normal chevy 350 heads that chevy made before they started making the ls not including the lt which is an engine they tried to do like a A last minute refresh of the small block, the typical small block with like some modern stuff, like a better ignition and stuff like that. But it wasn't as popular because it had reverse cooling, which instead of going through the block and then through the heads, it would go through the heads first and then through the block. And people didn't like it, even though it was actually better better it was too new of technology but basically people weren't ready for it it was like you know blah blah, blah. <laughs> and the ls almost had that too but because people were so like it reacted so badly to it chevy decided well, gm decided not to do it for the ls it didn't make a huge difference but it is technically better it's better for emissions it's better for power and, and a couple other things but um the the normal 350 not the lt which is like only the corvette and a couple other cars got the lt and stuff like that um like trucks and other stuff just got like the normal 350 but they came with they called Vortec heads which is like th- some of the highest flowing stock like normal not like non-high performance and they even flowed better than like the old school like 60s and 70s right. quote performance heads that you find on like a corvette or whatever back then mm. uh they just flowed real well and it had those and between that slight bigger pistons that had higher compression and a decent size cam nice headers actually on it and all that stuff it was Quote, only a 327, but because it was bored out a little. I think it was like a 335 or a 336, technically. So it was like a a 5.5 liter V8. Not even as big as a 350, but it probably made anywhere from 320 to 340 horsepower. And because my car was like the stripper model, no power anything, two-door. And it was actually the same. If you look up a Buick GSX, which is not the GNX that everybody remembers, like the Grand National GNX, this is where they got that naming scheme was from the original. And it was kind of like their version of like what a GTO or... Um, like a four four two, the Oldsmobile four four two, or the yeah. Chevelle SS. This was Buick's version of their performance, like things. So the, the base model car was called the Special, which is what mine was—the stripper version. And then a little bit higher trim level was the Skylark. People recognize the Skylark name more often because there was more of them. People actually used to buy the mid-range and higher level cars more often than the base model cars. Funny enough, as opposed to these days, you see more base models than yeah. not. But my car was base base model. It was originally a three-speed manual v6 car because like beoke was big with the v 6s back in the day and it had no power steering no power anything no ac like nothing you know it was just basic but it was funny because they use that same chassis where you know there's like the post and no post cars so um like my brz doesn't have a window frame on it so that's like a no post so when you roll the windows down it's kind of cool because it's all open even the back window is like all open in one thing uh, mine was a postcar, and because it was actually a bit more rigid, that's what they used for the GSX. So it's kind of okay. cool that, like, exterior wise, mine looked the same as the GSX, except for on the grill, mine had a little Buick badge. On the GSX, it had a GSX badge. Oh. But the Skylark had, I don't think it had as good of a grill. Mine had, like, this cool, like, it was like a crosshair-like shape, and it had, like, a red stripe in it.
1: And, the I G- like I said, remember. the
0: GSX used the exact same thing, just with a different badge on it. And the Skylark, which was, like, the higher trim level or whatever, used, like, this, like, slats or something like that it didn't look nearly as good i don't know why they like it's like just use it was the better of a girl i don't know but that was just a funny little thing i traded that for a 63 buick special which is both one of the coolest and one of the most annoying cars that i've owned because the guy that i traded it with i told him there was something basically i was driving home from quimaca i i owned the car for several months at this point i had zipped it around but i'd never done anything to like warrant something going wrong with the engine like, never. I never revved it over five and a half grand because I was like, this is a pushrod V8. It's not meant to rev super high. And I, I always watched the temps, you know, like all this stuff and made sure it had oil in it. One thing that I know I didn't do is I didn't change the oil on it, but it was supposed to be a brand new engine. Now, I should have thought about it. Should have been like, okay, this engine's already had like 500 miles on it. It's probably broken and I should change the oil. I didn't know then what I know now, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't. So I, but, but the, the oil always looked good. That was no. like it. it never looked glittery or anything like that i was just driving home from school and it started knocking bad like really loud i'd, I'd heard rod knock before i'd never heard main bearing knock before oh it's terrible it's like it's way worse it's way <laughs> different and it's it's like i was like there's no way this is a a main bearing or something I'm like it it can't be right i thought uh, I know that the guy that put it together was like the seller's like mechanic friend or whatever, not like an engine builder, but like somebody that like should know what they're doing. And they used quality parts. Saw all the receipts. It was actually good stuff, um, not like racing stuff, but like in terms of like rebuild stuff, it was like quality name brand stuff, you know, uh, like better than stock type stuff. Whatever it is, what it is. So I I was looking to sell or trade it with that caveat, and I hit this guy up because I saw his ad for he was selling or trading the car. And it took a little bit of convincing for him to consider it, but I was like, look, literally all it needs is like a new bottom end, which if you slap a, a 350 bottom end on this, even a normal run of the mill 350 with these heads, this camera, all this, you can make almost 400 horsepower. It's perfect. Yeah. Like people have done it all day. They make like 400, 415 crank horsepower and as much torque. And because it was, just, I was saying, because it, it's like the stripper model, it didn't actually weigh that much. The thing only really weighed like 32, maybe 3,300 pounds. That's pretty light. Which is pretty good, especially yeah. on, on today's, you know, you know the power to weight would be the equivalent of like a modern like um probably close to like a uh, 350z or something like that you know um which is pretty good you You know know? and uh made more torque that was another thing uh it was geared a little tall but i've done some math on because it didn't have a working speedometer but it did have a working tack and i knew the tire size i knew the gear ratios and all that stuff let's just say the speed that I reached on the street on certain parts of the road where it's like, okay, I know this is only like an eighth mile from here to here. And based off the RPM that I saw in this gear, I was going, um, let's just say uh, an imaginary number um, (laughs) uh, on (laughs) on a surface street. And I was like, how did I reach that speed in that amount of time? I was like, no. And I was like, maybe this car's got more power than I thought. Because I was expecting more like 300 maybe horsepower. But as I noticed that more and more, like I, I raced a buddy with an Evo 10.
1: That's surprising. What the hell? And I kept up with I'm him. Sorry that.
0: I kept up with him on the freeway. <laughs> and, and when we stopped, he was like, dude, I've raced bikes and like Cobra Mustangs. Nobody's kept up with me like that. It was just a stock Evo 10, but it's an Evo 10. It's not a slow yeah. car. He's like, what is in that thing? I was like, I guess I don't really know. You know, like, I guess it's packing a little bit more. That's arguably one of the fastest cars that I've owned yeah, to this day. And unfortunately, I, looking back, I wish I had kept it and just saved up a couple months' worth of money and just slapped a three fifty bottom end. I didn't. I traded it for this guy's car because it was actually a really cool car. It was a one year only body style of the generation before the car that I had. The, the C seven that I had was like the next generation, and that continued through like nineteen seventy two. That's like it's body on frame, which is kind of like you know like a truck frame, where it's mm-hmm. like a ladder frame. The body bolts on top. Well, the generation before that was like a unibody kind of like my nova or more like a mustang where the front subframe doesn't unbolt my nova does unbolt uh, which i think is better because like for crash and other stuff but also if you want to upgrade stuff unbolt it put in, like, you know, like art morrison or other people that make like custom chassis and stuff yeah. and just, you just bolt it in or whatever but so this car had a really weird it was like the leading edge of like 60s technology you know like where they had a unibody but it still had frame rails in the unibody and it was weird because the frame rails went from bumper to bumper. Literally, the bumper supports are bolted to the ends of the frame rails, That's pretty cool. which is really weird. To kind of see the frame rails come all the way out to the rear too, and like underneath the car, it was like i beams. That's what the frame rails are shaped like. And I was yeah. like, "What?" And they weren't big. It was like maybe like a three by three. But I was like, "Dude, if you were to build this into like a race car and put a roll cage in it and tie it into that, it would hold. It would be like the most like rigid thing ever." Yeah. Like I was like. Why don't people use these more often? And just like the next generation, it had factory like double wishbone front suspension. Even though it's 60s technology. Do you know why technology. people
1: don't? Or they just...
0: Because they only built them for three years, and it was a little ahead of its time. Kind of like remember I told you, the, the LT1 yeah. engine. People just weren't ready for it. It had factory four link rear, which they kept for the next generation. They kept the wishbone suspension and stuff like that. GM's always used a lot of that stuff from like their early 60s through like forever. They've always had a little bit better like front suspension stuff like that than like Ford using like yeah kind of like a weird strut kind of thing it was like a weird with like a um a strut rod which is kind of like the the toe arm on an s13 you know okay. that know. has that weird like sandwich donut thing yeah. you know um, where you adjust the caster on it like that but like way worse <laughs> like, <laughs> like not and not like a McPherson strut but like it has like a lower control arm kind of like an s13 where it's just like a straight control arm as opposed to like yep. an a arm and then it had an upper arm but it was small and the spring was on top of that arm as opposed to mine it was more like, what well, you'd seen a Corvette in a R S 2000 where it was a lower arm that had the spring perch on that that mounted to the frame. And then the upper arm was an A-arm and the whole thing just moved like a typical you know, double wishbone suspension. It's just 60s version of that. So like the geometry wasn't very good. Uh, you know, usually as a car gets, like modern cars, you lower it, it gets more negative camber. Yeah. Well, the geometry was so bad back then and it was partially also they built it in because the tire technology wasn't as good. Let's just say... If you increase the camber, the negative camber in the front on cars back then, they would oversteer a lot because the tire technology was crap back yeah. then. So they built it with crappy geometry on purpose, somewhat. So old cars, and this goes for like most old cars, like anything from like the 70s and back, as it goes lower, it would get positive camber, <laughs> which is the complete opposite of what you want for cornering. So it was hilarious. I, a few of my cars have had people like bounce on it and you can see it just go like this. A positive camera out. and It's like, what? Like, completely like counterintuitive to what you think. And it was kind of on purpose, you know, back in the day. It's just a, yeah. a thing that they did. So,